millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Teddy. Wow, you sound so far away. It's because I am. <laughs> wow, are you a wife and girlfriend? No, I'm Bug. just a girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend. Okay, so now this. Uh, so yes, now I'm not in Singapore right now. All of my ABC friends. I'm actually, you know, a very far away state. Oh no, I'm in a very far away place called America. But I'm also in a very like Ulu state. It's like uh, that's it's in the nowhere. middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's really in. Okay, it's it's not in the middle of nowhere. I realized that this particular town that I'm in has like a super Walmart. So. Basically, it's a like, super Walmart. Yeah, so I think they call it like super centers or something like that, where it's like Walmart but like upsized. And mm. I think the size of the supermarkets here are like I understand why they're called like supermarket. Like not there's no <laughs> there's no such like um, like NTC of this size in Singapore. Even the one that we go to at Bukit Timah Plaza. That one not even the de- not even the Tampines one, you know, no. the one next to IKEA. No, this place is like huge, and it's all just one level. Yesterday, I clocked four thousand steps <laughs> walking <laughs> in the supermarket. So, well then, yeah. well then, yeah, and they have uh, they have banks and like loan centers and like multiple supermarkets, shell stations. A hospital, a small hospital, dentist, and everything here. So I, I wouldn't say it's like a like nothing. There's nothing out here, but it's really far away from like California, Seattle. Oh, and um, cities. people got uh, mass murdered, mass serial killed nearby a while back. No, it's not a mass serial killing. So you're talking about the um the, the house one, yeah. Yeah, it's like a I think it was like three. It's not I don't I wouldn't say it's a mass cuz you didn't, I, yeah. I don't know what, what would be considered mass but um yeah. I always yeah, assume they, like more than one is mass. Okay, but well, um so that's actually quite far away, but I was so concerned about my safety that I downloaded this like citizen app. Apparently it's very <laughs> controversial because it's causing fear mongering. Okay, I can see yeah. where they're going with that. But what I've actually been doing is checking out the um people Sex with predators. Like, regist- yeah, they are like yeah. registered offenders and there's actually like three around me right now. Um and then that day when I was showering, I heard this dog bark. Mm. Right? And then at the back of my mind I'm like, oh my god, this guy, he's coming. He's climbing over <gasps> he's climbing over the fence. He's freaking coming for me. He like okay. he knows that somebody new is living here. But like, uh no, actually it was just coming from a YouTube video that I was playing in the background while showering. <laughs> I was You did this to yourself. I was so 
freaked out that I I like sped up all of my shower stuff and then when I came out I was like I closed the I closed the video and then I was about to like text my boyfriend and everything and then um then that's when the, the dog barking stopped and I was like oh it's coming from the YouTube video but I was well, really scared oh my god so far you listeners like can you imagine if you have like um, two buildings next to each other, like two uh, flats. And then imagine yeah. if the unit next to yours is like a sex predator. Yeah. What was his um, crime? So this guy was, um, oh, actually this one is quite scary. Um, he was, uh, he's an offender for aggravated sexual assault of a child under oh, 16 years. That's and then up. abusive sexual contact with child under 16 and rape of a child under 12 years. Yeah, that's fucked yeah. up. No, so that's I the think thing. That... It's a bit controversial, but I would definitely appreciate it if like... Okay, so so I think that people deserve a chance to like move on from like mm. the crimes that they have done. Mm. If not like, I would say like maybe 20% of the girls in Singapore would be noted as um, shoplifters, TBH. Yeah. <laughs> but like when you're yeah. violent... <laughs> That when you have violent crime like that, I think it's like super important to for people to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's super scary because this person. Imagine if like, you have a kid. Yeah. No, and it's like it's aggravated sexual assault. Like, aggra- doesn't that mean there's an implication that, of violence? Yeah, I had this impression that when it's like aggravated anything, it's usually like more violent. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but. That was like my impression. And then there's like abusive sexual contact. Yeah. What the hell? Abusive sexual contact even mean? Like it's not just like rape. Okay. Firstly, the rape was scary enough. And then, but this guy had like an abusive sexual contact and he also has sexual, sexual, aggravated sexual assault. And then the thing is like, he is actually only like 41 years old, which honestly means that if let's say like I'm up against him, I, I don't think I stand a very high chance. Um, so when I go to shower, yeah. I bring along my Owala water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, You're I gonna smack, smack this guy hard bit. enough. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might get some chance to run off. Um, so At yeah, this point, Owala should uh, sponsor us. Like yes, people I, have I also asked me about Oala at F forty five. They're like, "What's that bottle?" Right? I was like, "That's exactly. like, look, you can sip and you can go." <laughs> yeah, you can sip and you can go. So this is a great segue. So now I'm gonna give a bit of like a trigger warning because this episode has a lot to do with um, sexual abuse and sexual exploitation. And dear listener, if this is something you want to avoid, I recommend that you click out now because especially doing research into this case, I've realized the prevalence of it in Singapore. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so this all started because a listener on Instagram, QKR underscore TJFLS, (laughs) slid into my DMs with the initial case. I was just like, oh, damn. And so when I actually tried to research the case, guess what? I couldn't do it properly because there were so many fucking cases of creepy guys trying to fuck young girls. So many cases that you couldn't find a, a common thread. So if you if you on like a single day googled like yeah. 40 year old man um sexual exploitation blah blah girl, yeah, it's it's gonna come up with like multiple different sources. And so this oh is how God. this episode came about. 
Honestly, why do old men like younger girls? And you know what's super creepy? Because I googled why do old men, and then the third <laughs> result was like younger girls. What the so, fuck? <laughs> it is a very common question that people question that people are asking, but it's it's kind of weird, no? Like I I think there's been more than one case of like what a uh, a teacher. Raping yeah. a, a student, a male older teacher raping a younger female student, and like, um, old uncles like creeping on school girls, and like even when I yeah. was in secondary school, we had this issue of like an old uncle who liked to flash, stand like at flash. the yeah at the HDB opposite the school and just like flash the girls because we were a girls yeah. school, and then there was also a case of like older men just lurking around the bus stop to flash girls that, like, run past during their, like, uh, CCA, yeah. like, thing. So I actually really don't understand why it's up with this, like, was it, like, is it called, like, a Lolita fetish or, like, a... Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's just call, call them what they are, like, pedos. Yeah. yeah, like, pedo, like, this pedo fetish. Yeah. Hi, I'm Teddy. And I'm Michelle. And today we don't really even have an episode name, so we'll be just covering like three cases of what on earth is happening with all the perverts in Singapore. Okay, I guess that's a, that's a, we're just gonna go like, yeah. here's a trend. They are here's perverts. a trend. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> okay. When researching this case, I actually ended up reading through a lot of like, dubious forums and Facebook mm-hmm. as well. And what yeah. is interesting is that in all three cases in the comments, there were people actually like defending these creepy men. And mm-hmm. so let's say that there was a comment where somebody was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh my God, why are there so many pedophiles in Singapore? Mm-hmm. There would be people who, who would reply, hey, this men's, this, these men are not pedophiles because even though the girls were underage, some of them were like older teenage girls. And to that, I say it's a little bit creepy that you're making that distinction because yeah. as an adulty, adultier person, have you ever seen like a... Have you ever seen anyone under 21? They're a child. And then yeah, so you're making kids. like... Yeah, and then you're making the distinction. Oh, she's not really a, it's not really a pedophile because she's like sixteen and not like thirteen. Then I'm just like, why are you making that distinction? She is a child. Yeah, yeah. honestly, like now that both of us are approaching thirty, don't you feel like sometimes when you're looking at um the teenagers of today on trains or on like in like um even uni you know, students, like you're like restaurant, yeah. Yeah, like, don't you feel like you, when you look at them, you're like, oh my god, they are really kids. And I I have a younger brother who's, like, five years younger. And He's a baby. Even, yeah, like, to me, he is a baby. And then when I see all of his friends, when they come over and then they say hi to me, I'm like, all of you are, like, like babies. kids. Like, they still feel like babies to me, even though, honestly, like, five years younger, it's, like... It's not that much younger. Yeah, it's no, not that when much we younger, were but... at that age, we were working already. But like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. look at them, but you're like, like the... "Hey, babies." Yeah, no, but the thing is, like, I really don't understand, like, how what is there even to talk about when you're forty and you are looking at a girl who's like thirteen years old? Like, no, and then they'll be like, that? "Oh, she's so mature." Lies, 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 lies. Now, because 
all of these cases happen to deal with minors, we don't have their names or details and we definitely don't want to put out their names or details because they are sure. children and they don't deserve mm-hmm. to have these kind of things follow them. If they literally want to block out and box this part of their life, they have every right to pretend this never happened to them. Yeah. All right. So as far as possible, we will try to be as vague as possible, except when naming the creeps who deserve to have this follow them for the rest of their life. Sure. Yes. So now the first case happened in June 2021. And I did notice a bunch of like new social media popping up in 2021. Everybody's trying to be the next Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is called Wink. You know, like when you close one eye, you're like winking. And so very explicitly, it says that it is not a dating app. It is for making friends. And for some reason, there's a lot of teenagers on this app. But, you know, who else was on this app? Creepy old man. Like, okay, so he's not really that old, but it's still a bit creepy. 20-year-old Tong Wei-siang. So he's 20, okay? And so Tong Wei-siang, he's being a little creep. So he starts approaching people on the app. And he doesn't approach people around his age. He approaches mm-hmm. really young teenagers, even like preteens. And in preteens. Preteens. And in June 2021, he meets yeah. a 13-year-old girl and he's 20. They're seven years apart. There is very little that a 20-year-old and a 13-year-old have in common. I think yeah. it's also not the number of years. It's also like your life The stage. life stage. You're like, if you're like yeah. 50 and 43, I probably... Like, it's... You're, you'll be like, okay, fine. I won't be yeah. surprised. Yeah. yeah. But like, 20 and 13. 13. 13. Yeah. So, oh, Sally okay. and Tong Wei Xiang, they start talking. Yeah. And it's very creepy. La. So, it's also very, like... Okay, so the... At different life stages, it also becomes very exploitative because of the yeah. power and knowledge imbalance. And when I was researching this case... Mm-hmm. there were people uh, not a lot but there were actually people who would defend the guy and being like well the girl agreed to it the girl agreed to be friends with this dude on this social media app but this no, is but like inherently exploitative yeah yeah she's 13 like she probably doesn't know yet like yeah okay firstly I think at 13 you are also like figuring out you know who you are as a person and then you're also like learning social cues and like exploring like relationships and like friendships and stuff like that so like cannot take somebody who's like just learning all these stuff and then say that oh like she should already have the skills to recognize you know that yeah whether she wanted like it or not or whether it was appropriate for her or not like she's just she's so young like she can't like she's still learning what is appropriate yeah. for her so i don't know like as adults this is, this is just messed up like tbh your brain isn't finished developing until you're like 30s so at 13 you have like a little baby baby brain sorry to all the 13 year olds listening <laughs> <laughs> but tbh yeah, when no. i was 13 i made the worst many many bad decisions yes, back to back I, I i did as well and then the thing is like if there are any 13 i don't know what's the demographic of your list of your listeners but if there are any 13 year old out there who is like maybe talking to a guy from I don't know, like Omega or something like that. And then the person is like, Omega. Oh my God, you're so you're so mature for your age. I call bullshit on that. I call bullshit. Like, Just tell them the no fuck matter. off, bro. The best thing yeah. you can do would be like, learn, learn these two words. Far right off. Fuck off. That's three words. <laughs> <That's> three words. <laughs> no, no, fuck off. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. okay yeah. So they're talking, and about a month later mm-hmm. in July 2021, Sally tells Wei Xiang, "Oh, hey, I need some money." And you know, any reasonable older person, any reasonable older friend will be like, oh, why don't you just get a job giving tuition or something like that? You know what I mean? Granted, there are limited avenues for 13-year-old kids to be making money, but instead, they somehow end up agreeing to meeting up for oral sex. And that is very money. And he was like, give me a blowy. Oh my god. Yeah, so... It's very creepy, and as an insult, guess how much he offered? Oh my god, please tell me it was like at least $50. It was $60. Okay. Oh god, but it was under 100 What the heck? No, but in, in an imaginary scenario, imagine she's an adult person, like an adult woman. Imagine if somebody offered you $60 to give a blowjob. That's like a fucking insult. Actually, yeah. I don't know what is the rate of a blowjob right now. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure market? it's way more than $60. I'm pretty sure like, I mean, for like... Let me open my incognito app and then be like... Should I be using ExpressVPN for this? Oh my god, ExpressVPN should be sponsoring you. <laughs> okay, so... There is oh god what the fuck okay this website is called is um, it on Sammy Boy no it is called dreamholidayasia.com ooh dreamholidayasia.com oh my god look at the cover freaking cover photo oh my god it's there's a Singapore guide to dreamholidayasia.com yeah so apparently, like, Singapore is known for a clean and green image, but also it's legal for prostitution. Okay, yeah, we know that. Where to find sex in Singapore? Oh my god, look, there's a whole freaking table of content. Yeah. And um, costs and tips. Let's so, go. Um, for sex, it's actually just, well, not just, but like it is um, 40 to 80 USD. Oh, that seems a bit low. Yep, and for luxury escort goals, the highest yeah. go around about five fifty US dollars per hour. Oh, that's not bad. Not that I would do it, but that's not bad. TBH. Yeah, there is this website called wikisexguide.com. <laughs> apparently, uh, it could actually cost as low as thirty to fifty dollars in Singapore as well. So yeah, that's why I said actually. That's kind of um, sad. Yeah, it's actually really sad that yeah. it's not more. But I would just say that, like, the fact that that exchange happened is fucked up. Even if he gave my hundred fifty dollars, mm. it would still fucked be fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, the same guy, Tong Wei Xiang, he isn't just being a creep to this girl. Okay, this isn't his first time. He's being a creep to multiple girls. He mm. has sex with another fifteen-year-old girl. He has oral sex with another 13-year-old girl. And with yeah. with this other 13-year-old girl, they didn't do it at his house. They did it at a staircase. So these are like three victims already. He meets oh. another 13-year-old girl on WhatsApp through a group chat. And then I'm just oh. like, on WhatsApp through a group chat? And oh at this point of time, Wait, he knew. I don't know. I don't know. Why are these group chats chat? where there are 13-year-old girls with predators? Yeah. Okay. 
So he has shown consistent and persistent predatory behavior towards very young teenagers. So we don't really know how Mm. he got caught, but maybe like one of the Mm. girls stole her friends or parents or something. But his defense actually had the audacity to say that he was just curious about sex and let his curiosity get better of him. And now he has had time to reflect on his actions and he does feel very remorseful and acknowledge the seriousness of his offences. But it definitely feels like he's not sorry because of his pattern of behaviour. If he was really sorry, he would have like stopped before he let do anything. He's just sorry that he got caught and now he's exposed for being a massive creep. And so he, mm. in total, he pled guilty to three counts of sexual penetration of a minor. Mm. Yeah, but like there isn't any information on how he got caught and what his sentence was. And so this is ridiculous because I was trying to research this case. And yeah. there is another case that happened in 2021. Okay. This one is... <sighs> Aloy Gregory Marshall is a fat and balding 47-year-old white man. In the Straits Times article about him, you can see his picture. So when I was trying to Google the first case, the second case came up. Now, around this point of time, there was a lot of publicity on the dating site Sugarbook. Do you remember Sugarbook? It's for sugar yes. dating. Which is they basically were on a- TikTok too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you date a guy for money and you get a sugar daddy who pays for your lifestyle. And I have nothing against sugar babies. I don't think there's anything wrong with sex work as long as it's all consensual and above board. Now, what I don't like is that Sugarbook makes it look yeah. more like dating, makes it look look a bit more romantic. It doesn't make it look like you aren't like fucking the guy every time you see him. It glorifies the lifestyle, but like if you really dig into it, um, especially yeah. if you research into it, my opinion is it's a bit more like long-term prostitution with the girlfriend experience. Mm-hmm. That's my interpretation of it and if you disagree and are a sugar baby who's willing to come on the podcast please let me know and you can break the misconceptions that i have because i'm opening open to listening to what your experience has been like yeah i see okay okay i mean the girl on tiktok that i saw is like but she got a house out of it <laughs> yeah she got a house out of it so like oh, well good done for you. That good for is you successful okay there's no such <laughs> we just stop putting labels on people <laughs> I saw someone who Does got a car you're not successful if you didn't get a house out of it okay yeah Time I mean okay. back is also okay yeah yeah back is also okay and if you got anything out of it that you are satisfied with you are successful in your own field yes if you are old enough and you you are happy with the terms that you agreed to good for you yeah. Okay. I didn't so get now, a house of my corporate job, so that's more success that I got. This podcast makes zero dollars zero cents. <laughs> Was it after costs? Yeah. Okay, so Gregory is this 47-year-old balding white man. And I don't know why I'm going after his appearance so hard, but just because the moment I saw him, I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. So he goes on Sugar Book, which is not a problem. And on the website, he, me- he meets this girl, and we'll call her Janina. So, so on Sugar Book, Janina is like, I'm 18 years old. And so Janina and Gregory, they start like talking, right? And they start talking on Telegram. And on Telegram, he's like, hey, Janina, are you 18? Which is a bit sus because how young does she have to look for him to ask this question? And again, I reiterate that 18-year-olds look pretty fucking young to us right now. And we're like 30. And to that, No, but the thing is like, do you feel like he was maybe... 
seeking out younger girls. That's why he yeah, was asking. He was seeking out like girls a that visually looked younger as well. No, like, no, as in, I almost interpreted it as like, he wanted people who were younger than 18. Oh, so shit. So his question of, are you 18 wasn't that, oh, she looks so young that he's that I want to double check. She's 18. Yeah, I, my interpretation was that he wanted someone who was younger than 18. And so she replies, I'm turning 18 yeah. in December, which means she technically mm-hmm. wasn't 18 yet. And so the age of concern in Singapore is technically 16. But for specifically sex work, you have to be like either 18 or 21. I didn't check, but you mm-hmm. you have you can't be like a teenager. That, and also don't have sex with teenagers if you are a 47-year-old man. And mm-hmm. so instead of being like, oh, never mind then. You know what I mean? And finding someone mm. else because clearly on this yep. website you can you can definitely find somebody else. Yep. He was like, Hey, do you still wanna do this? I'll give you a thousand for two hours and we'll Shit. do it two times during this two hours. That's like already solicitation. And on twenty fourth yeah. of April twenty twenty one, they meet at his condo in Orchard, and this condo is the Delphi Orchard, so it's pretty bougie. Yeah. And that's in April. And when he was finished, he left $1,000 by her back, which he took. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm just like, oh, so that's how it works. You know? Mm-hmm. I always thought you would ask for cash up front. And apparently he had a great time because in May, he asked if she was free to meet again. But then she didn't reply. So at this point, like, she's like 17 point something, which is like JC1. And again, we don't really know how he was caught. But this isn't the end of the story. Because when the police started looking into him, when they actually searched this place, they found 115 obscene films. Because <laughs> instead of... No, 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 no. It's just oh. like films. You you can't have... um Or oh, oh, PSA, you can't have like porn on your... You can't download porn in Singapore. I mean, you can stream porn, but you can't download porn. Like, downloading porn is, like, illegal. Isn't watching porn illegal in Singapore? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. It would be a bit weird if it was. Like, more than 50% of Singaporeans would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the latest okay. news on um, our friend Gregory, not our friend Gregory, the latest news on Gregory is that he's out on a $15,000 bail. And what mm. is extra alarming is that when I was researching this case, I ended up inputting the search terms like Gregory, mm. sex crime, Singaporean, American, mm. basically trying to get more information on this specific case. But guess what? Yeah. He is not There's the only more. person. Yes. There's more and than one Gregory. He's not. There's, there's not more than one Gregory, but there's more than one That's American. Right. There's more than one forty-year-old American trying to solicit sex. Oh, <laughs> On twenty-fifth of January, twenty twenty-two, an American scientist, Jason Scott Heron, was brought to district court, and this was a forty-seven-year-old American scientist working for NTU, oh, the school that me University. and Michelle. Went to yes, Nanyang we Technological we University. Nice four years there. Friend. There was like an underwear theft going on. Was right? Like... So what's really creepy is that he was messaging somebody. He was messaging some sort of agent or dealer. Trying to find a 12-year-old girl for him to... Like specifically a 12-year-old girl. A 12-year-old girl, which is very rapey indeed. And so he was trying to offer this child, this actual baby child, 4 million rupiah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing it's Indonesian. Which would have been like $375 to, but like a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. 
And the confidence of which he did this with leads me to believe that he may not, this may not have been his first time doing this because he, he was just like so fucking confident. He's like, hey, find me a 12-year-old kid. And there is no 12-year-old in the world who can willingly consent to this kind of thing. This is exploitative and this kind of thing is often linked with like the sex trafficking of literal children. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. one of the messages was sent on 14th of November 2019 and then on 18th of February 2020. And so he was also accused of um, possessing porn. And so he was mm-hmm. accused of possessing 31 obscene films and his condo, mm-hmm. Eco Sanctuary. Like pedo content, was it? Yes, some of it was. So his condo was Eco Sanctuary at Chestnut Avenue, which I actually think is not too far from NTU or like from the West. And Chestnut. this was on 17th August 2020. It's also said that he had 90 photographs showing child abuse, like mm-hmm. literal like violence against children. So he was genuinely like a very sick individual. So I wasn't able to find out what happened to him after this, but like I hope he gets jail and he can't be repatriated from Singapore. And I hope he gets caning, like really violent caning. Yeah, and has a yeah, terrible I mean, time I in prison. Think that's, the, that's the good thing in Singapore also, because like if you are a sexual predator, I, I do think that it has some sort of like a deterrent effect on people. Or like yeah. to believe it has some sort of deterrent effect on people because like the caning is the sentencing is pretty rough in Singapore. I, I would say that we are we are definitely not on the light side when it comes no, to No no it's not it's sentences. no Norwegian prison. You you're gonna get whooped. <laughs> yeah. Whooped is the right word and I have like very little I know there's a lot of like comment about like two wrongs don't make one right but I have very little like sympathy for like these yeah. like rapists and like um yeah, yeah. like uh, assaults and just like rapists I'm like yeah sure I'm very okay with having them but yeah is that is that just the three case or were there like even more Oh my god, there were so many more. So this is especially horrible because this is literally like just the tip of the iceberg. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't find one case without mm-hmm. finding another case. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so these are all technically being reported on, but they're not like being pushed to the forefront. They're just like being quietly reported on. Ah, thanks for being on the show, Michelle. What shall we name this episode? Michelle and Teddy talk perverts in Singapore. Yes, I think that is a A good good. title. Michelle and Teddy discuss the perverts in Singapore. The perverts of Singapore. (laughs) There are perverts in Singapore, question mark, yes. (laughs) Avoiding the perverts perverts in in Singapore, Singapore. question mark, question mark, question mark. Alright, and as always, you can find us on Instagram at a briefcase podcast and online at a briefcasepodcast.com. And do join us next week for another briefcase.